0: Hi, Marianne, I'm an addict. Hi, um, I'm not a really big planner and I never planned on this, but I think sometimes that's my downfall, but I just keep running through this phrase in my head that I've been uh, saying uh, over the last couple of months and it's, my truth is my identity. So I'm gonna speak my truth. Um, I'm gonna tell myself today and tell you who I am and why I continue to stay. Um, I guess what brought me to the rooms as well, keep it brief and short, is I had a drug problem. I didn't know how to stop using. And I tried many times on my own, but until I found the rooms in the Cardiac Synonymous, nothing worked. And I found myself in my first meeting with a family member that brought me to my first meeting. And I told them myself. I told them myself in front of everybody. and this overwhelming feeling of ease came over me. It was the first time that I felt lighter and um, I felt somewhat accepted. And even though I'm sitting in front of all of you people and you're all looking at me, I, uh, I know that you guys understand me because you're me and I'm you. And so I need to just speak my truth. You know, even though it's nerve wracking, I uh, feel like my heart's racing a little bit. It's funny that a person that likes talking so much, you know, it's hard to talk about yourself sometimes when everyone's looking at you, but um, <laughs> I do, I like to talk. Um, and Narcotics also gave me that ability to do that because I, uh, I didn't have many good things to say before. You know, I, um, I didn't have the ability to listen before. You know, this program has taught me to not only be a caring and loving human being, it's taught me how to listen, how to care for others, how to show compassion for others. It's shown me how to uh, accept my mistakes and failures and learn from them. It's taught me how to pick myself up when I, get, when I fall down. And uh, it's taught me how to be a productive member of society, which I never knew how to do. You know, before coming into this program, I couldn't hold down a job. I couldn't keep relationships. I was pretty much unemployable, unreliable. I was pretty unlovable, I thought. And I'd love to say that almost 13 years clean, I feel really lovable. I don't. <laughs> That's the reality of my story, is I don't because my addict still wants to feed me with lies that I'm not good enough and that I'm not lovable and that I'm not deserving and that I don't belong and that's why I stay <laughs> that's why I stay I stay here because those voices still creep into my life you know driving here, they did a little bit you know because I constantly constantly have to fight with that Voice that tells me that you know I'm not I'm not where I should be at 13 years clean. I am not as far along my life experience as I should be. I grew up in a European household, and all my friends and all my family members are married with children, and I'm single, and I have no kids, and that's not the way it was supposed to be for my family. You know, in my in my opinion, I'm starting to learn this. Because they stay is that I view myself as a failure to my family you know I didn't measure up to what my family expected of me and what I'm constantly being challenged with is those are my perception because my addict wants me to believe that I'm not deserving so I thankfully today have people in my life that I'm able to get honest with I have a home group that I am able to attend on a regular basis where I'm able to get really real and show people who I really am. And sometimes that's really strong and independent and really happy. And sometimes that's miserable and lonely and angry and frustrated and undeserving and ungrateful. But it's my truth. It's who I am. And where else can you show up like that? You know, this program has taught me how to become a responsible employee because sometimes I want to tell my employers where to go. And this program has taught me that that's not really appropriate at the workplace, you know, (laughs) that if I want to keep a job that it would probably be in my best interest to keep my mouth shut, you know? And when I first came around, someone else, it all goes back to the beginning. When I first came around, someone said, take the cotton out of your ears and put it in your mouth. And I need to do that at work constantly I, I need to do that when I'm driving to work when someone cuts me off I need to do that when I'm waiting in Tim Hortons lineup and the 12 year old standing on the counter that shouldn't be working beyond the cash isn't getting my order right like this program has taught me to be um, more patient and tolerant but that doesn't mean that I'm not always in, that, that I'm not impatient or intolerant I'm an extremely defiant, um, argumentative, very challenging addict. I didn't come in here and everything just made sense and, and everything was great. And I followed all the rules. I have continued to make some of the same mistakes in recovery that I made prior to coming in here. Relationships is a big one. You know, I um I would be in relationships prior to recovery because they filled a void inside of me. I'm in relationships in recovery because they fill a void inside of me. Because you take away the drugs, I wanna fill that void with something else. So it could be anything and I mean, we all know what they are. There's food, there's sex, there's there's shopping. I mean, I was listening to you and I was thinking, wow, <laughs> You are spiritually enlightened because I'm not there yet. Because I shop like crazy. I overeat like crazy. I continue to get in the same relationships expecting a different result like crazy. Um, I act crazy. I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I do everything to the extreme. So why I stay is because when I do go on that crazy shopping spree and buy things that... Buy three sizes of jeans because one might fit me, one does fit me, and one might have to fit me one day. <laughs> like, like that's Yeah, I am. I, 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 I'm. I do some really weird shit. I do. I, I admit it. Like, and, and I, uh, I need someone to balance this off of. So when I go to a meeting mm-hmm. and I share about this, or I call my sponsor and she tells me that she did the exact same thing, I don't feel so crazy anymore you know I, I don't feel and what she gives me is she doesn't give me judgment she offers me a solution my sponsors the most wonderful woman because she's never told me what to do she's just giving me her experience strength and hope And her experience has been that this too shall pass you know and it always does and that's what I didn't know about before I came into this program when I had a feeling and when I didn't want to feel what I was feeling I used I used. That was my solution to my problems. I used, I stuffed it down, I didn't talk about it, I avoided it, and and then the cycle just continued. And this program has taught me that I may still fill the void with things that are unhealthy, but I never have to pick up over it again. And that, for me, is the biggest freedom this program has given me. Because the only promise this program gave me was freedom from active addiction. That's it. It didn't promise me that I was not going to go after the same guy for 10 years and expect a different result. It did not promise me that I was not going to want to destroy my career at times in my life. It did not promise me that I was going to wake up in the morning and love what I was looking at, or even the fact that I was going to want to wake up in the morning. I mean I'm going to be honest there's mornings where I don't want to get out of bed I don't want to get out of my bed I don't want to get out I don't want to take the covers over my head because I don't want to face something that I'm feeling inside of me but this program has allowed me to face my feelings because I've been told and I've had the experience that I will outlive all of my feelings as long as I don't pick up I will survive my feelings my feelings are not my reality they're just my feelings and they will pass and thankfully, I've stayed long enough to realize that everything does. Even the good times. Even the good times. But it's like a wave, you know, it comes and goes. And, um, you know, I, when I first heard this topic, why we stay, I thought, that's a no-brainer. <laughs> you know, why do I stay? But there's so many reasons that I realized that I stay today. You know, it talks about, in this reading The Newcomer, I, I've been blessed to be able to do to the service, the treatment center that I went to. Um, I found this program, but I didn't find all the suggestions fit me. So I had to go do some research two weeks in and I realized that alcohol is a drug period. And um, I, I called and checked myself into the treatment center. And that treatment center today is a place that I, I if I could home, actually I moved into the same town as my treatment center. My home group's in, my, in the same town as my treatment center, and I am able to give back when I go there. And it's when I go there, because there's nights, there's a woman sitting here that like goes every week, and she's so diligent, and she's so responsible, and she's so committed, and I still choose some Monday nights to go home, and not do that service. And there's never been a night where I've gone to that meeting that I've walked out and said, I wish I didn't go to that stupid meeting. I, I'd never walked out of that meeting like that. Because when I see the look on those girls' faces, we get there on a Monday night and it's their first night, like their first day. When I was there 13 years ago, we didn't get someone from H&I come in until about five days later. These girls are raw. They're scared. Some of them are angry. Most of them are miserable. You know, some of them are still shaking. And we come in there and we give this message and you start to see these lights go off you know you start to see things shifting and and it's a five-week cycle so we get to see the change from that first Monday to that last Monday when there's hope in their eyes and it's called Hope Place and and that's what I like that's what I'm able to offer today is hope because that was me 13 years ago sitting there thinking like I just want to get my family off my back I just want a place to retreat for 30 days so that I don't have to like deal with the wreckage of what I've done to my family That's really kinda why I went to treatment. I just really wanted to get out of their hair for like 30 days and let them breathe again because I had not only, I had ruined their lives for so many years that I thought, you know what, they need a break from me and I need a break from them. But what I got as a result of it is a whole new perspective because I got introduced to Narcotics Anonymous through that. I got to go to weekly meetings and yeah, at the beginning, why I went to meetings, I got to dress up. I got to do my hair. I got to feel normal again. I got to meet men. Once in a while, I got to meet a woman. You know, but I would, I would come around because I had nowhere else to go. <laughs> really. It says, why are we here? Why are we here? That's the reading. Why are we here? Why we stay is different. Why I was here at the beginning was I had nowhere else to go. I remember uh, my first Friday it was the first Friday I was going to a meeting, and my father filled up my ca- uh, car with gas. He bought me a pack of cigarettes, which is not something my father would do. And he asked me where I was going. And I said, I'm going to a meeting in Milton, which is actually now my home group. It's my second meeting in our synonymous. And he said, where are you really going? And I sat in my car, and I thought, where am I really going? And I'm, I thought, where am I? <laughs> I have nowhere else to go. I have no phone numbers. I've ratted myself out. I have the people from my past, I completely decided to leave behind. And I said, I'm, I'm going to Milton. I don't know where I'm going. I have a map. I have a meeting list. I'm going to find this meeting. And it's, it's been the biggest change in my life finding this program. It's it, it, my best and worst. <laughs> experiences have been in these rooms. You know, some of the worst experiences in my life have happened in these rooms and because of this program, and some of the best things in my life have happened because of this program. My biggest challenges today, I today can see as my biggest growth, because I constantly tell my students, I'm i um, I'm going to say this because I'm proud of it, I'm a yoga instructor today, and I'm able to get up in front of people and share my passion. and. Share this program, everyone comes to me after class and says, I love that thing you said, like this two shall pass. Or like, <laughs> I use these slogans all the time. And, and, and people love it. They're like, that makes so much sense. You know, if you don't like what you're doing, change what you're doing. Or if you can't, I, I can't even think right now, but all those, you know, the second, insanity is repeating the same mistake and I'm expecting a different result, that's a big one. Everyone wants that, you know, they want to write that down or record that on their phone. And um, this program has helped me in all other areas and I've been able to share it with other people. And that's been the gift of this program is being able to actually speak. I was so scared that I didn't have a voice before because I was the person that said, take my advice because I'm not using it. I actually use some of my advice today. You know, um, one of my favorite things to say in my class is if it challenges you, it changes you. Today I realized that some of my biggest struggles and challenges in this program have come because I have not wanted to follow suggestions of the program but today I'm learning that they're the biggest they're they're where I'm finding the biggest growth so some of those things the relationship thing I brought up that's been one of my biggest struggles but it's teaching me so much about what I do want today you know it's teaching me about who I am as a person and what I do deserve you know how I do deserve to be treated what I do deserve to have in my life, how I should treat other people because I'm a great advocate and like, I want to be treated like this, but I don't treat you like this. And this program has taught me to treat other people, be more empathetic and be more compassionate and be more loving. Um, I just came in here because I had a drug problem. I came in here because I had a drug problem. I just wanted to stop using. I wanted to stop using and perhaps figure out how to use successfully. And as a result of coming into this program, I'm a completely transformed human being. I am a person that is able to be there for another human being today. I'm able to sponsor another woman and give her my experience and know that my words and my experience is worthwhile and that it could possibly help her. I'm able to be there for the men in this program without any strings attached. Because some of my best friends are the men in this program. You know, I, I there's, there's somewhere in our view that says we don't discriminate age, race, sexual identity, and I am able to have relationships with everyone, no matter of their race, their color, their sexual identity, where they've been, what they've done. I came in here thinking I was different, I didn't belong. You don't know who I am. I don't fit in because I never used as bad as you did. And today I realized that why I stay is because I've earned a seat in this program. I've earned a chair here. There will always be a chair waiting for me if I want to come here because they say this program is not for people who need it, it's for people who want it. And I want this program today. Thanks.